0: Hello there, this is Priscilla Marks. You are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast. English and the Bible, information and transformation. Hello, dear friends. I am Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson 2 for Thursday, April 6th. Today's title... Every seed produces a harvest. Yes, today is April 6th. Today my sweetheart and I celebrate our 28th wedding anniversary. That's why you can hear the wedding bells from a distance, that's right. Thank you my friends for your best wishes and a uh, marital life is like planting seeds and you will have the harvest according to what you have sown uh along your life isn't it so yeah quite interesting this thought so every seed produces harvest shall we pray dear heavenly father oh We are so grateful for our 28th wedding anniversary. We are so grateful for this one more day of life that we can celebrate your love and your care for us. Please guide us as we study your word as well. May we produce seed that will lead to a harvest of good things, being a blessing to other people as you bless us so much. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen. In Revelation 14, there are two harvests. The harvest of golden grain represents the righteous and the harvest of gory grapes represents the unrighteous or the lost. Both harvests are fully ripe. Every seed sown is fully mature. Now let us see Revelation, open our Bibles, come on, Revelation chapter 14, verses 17 through 20. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel, who had charge of the fire, came from the altar and called in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle. Take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes, and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. They were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as the horse's bridles for a distance of 1,600 stadia." Wow! That's a shocking visual, isn't it? Question. What does the expression, the great winepress of the wrath of God, mean? See also Revelation 14.10. 14.10 says, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of His wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And Revelation 15, 1. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, seven angels with the seven last plagues, last because with them God's wrath is completed. And Revelation 16, 1. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the angels, to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth." Wow, interesting, isn't it? So here we have the question, what does this expression mean? The great winepress of the wrath of God. What does it mean? Another angel came out from the altar who had power over fire. Here is the angel commenced the fires of God's final judgment. The harvest is ripe. Sin has reached its limits. Rebellion has crossed the line of God's mercy. As evil and bad things have been, it's going to get even worse before it's all over. Oh, 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 Father, mercy. A loving God has done everything. I say it again. A loving God has done everything he can. He can do for us, which included offering himself on the cross as a sacrifice for our sin, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians five twenty one, and let us take a look at Galatians three thirteen. So let us open our Bibles. Move it, come on, Kayla. No point of laziness now. Galatians three thirteen. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. What more could God have done beyond that cross? There is nothing more grace can do to redeem those who have repeatedly rejected the Holy Spirit. Here is the urgent prophetic message of Revelation 14. Every seed has gone to harvest. The grain is fully ripe and the grapes are fully ripe. The people of God reveal his image of grace, compassion, mercy and love before the universe. The children of the evil one reveal greed, lust, jealousy and hate. The character of Jesus is revealed in one group and the character of Satan in the other. The universe will see in the people of God a revelation of righteousness that perhaps no generation before it has ever witnessed. In contrast to the righteousness of Christ revealed in His people, the universe will see the full results of rebellion against God. Wickedness, evil, sin and lawlessness will be on full display before men and angels. The contrast between good and evil, right and wrong, obedience and disobedience, will be apparent to all the universe to both humans and angels. Now, okay, forgive me Dilma, but I have to open a parenthesis here. If the universe, uh, all the other inhabitants and angels of all the planet, inhabitants of other planets haven't gotten the idea how disgusting, how terrible evil is by now, they will, nothing will convince them, my Lord, have mercy. But here is the f- <laughs> is the final question. Uh, Because they start talking about it, oh, it's got to be revealing to uh, how wicked uh, evil, sin, lawlessness will be on full display. Come on, they've had plenty of time to see how it can be devastating. Now, the final question, how can you, how well can you discern the contrast between good and evil? Mm, Good question. Why is it important that we do? Let us see Hebrews 5, 14. But solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and from evil. So a sign of maturity, according to the author of of the book of Hebrews, is to be able to distinguish good from evil. Mm. And this is a sign of maturity by studying the word of the Lord. Yes, and as we were talking here about uh, the wine press the great wine press of the wrath of god it reminded me of the very famous classic battle hymn of the republic right that says exactly this the very first verse says mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the lord he is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored and it goes on right glory glory hallelujah so there we go. May we learn to discern in what is right and what is wrong. And to be ready for a harvest of salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my friends, I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast, Lesson 2. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, in us. Yes, Virginia, you're right. I keep on saying that, but nobody gets in touch with us. Who cares? (laughs) But no, my friends care. My friends do care. May the Lord bless you, my friends. And thank you once again for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.